Hey! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Purpose for Forever. Um, I am Anthony A.D. Walker with Samantha Wilson Walker. I can say my own name. <laughs> nope, I said it. Too late. Hey, make sure you share, sharing is caring. I appreciate you guys for being here. If you're rocking on replay, thank you for being here as well. Yes. Um, as always, listen, we have... Um, a challenge that we do every week, the Intentional Love Challenge. Be sure to join that. Join our no, not that mm -hmm. one. <laughs> I got I raised that one. Uh -huh. So stop stop getting clacking on that one. Um but it is a love intentional challenge. But this one is permanent. Every single week, Monday, um if you text P four F to eight four five seven six, text P four F to eight four five seven six, you'll never miss the challenge. All right, um, I think that's it. We're gonna go ahead and kick it off. We got a great topic. We call it an audible this evening um, based on what you see and what we're gonna actually talk about. All right, so we'll why mm. Mm. How did that happen? Who did that? Mm. <laughs> Sorry, there's some technical shifting. There we go. All right, okay. we'll be right back after this. another Monday and here we are um so we were originally going to talk about one topic but we started a before the show conversation and we decided we're going to talk about something else yes. so since we are in charge of this <laughs> and we make our own decisions right. we decided to have a different conversation right. so hopefully you guys will enjoy this one and we'll have the other one another time. Um, you know, so of course, we all, most people, have social media in one form or another. You're on one platform or all um, platforms. And you see various things. You're in different groups. Um, you know, some just if you look in, sometimes you actually participate. <laughs> you know, it probably varies. With the days of the week so as i was you know scrolling like we scroll i came across um a question somebody asking like how do you keep a spark in your marriage and of course you know like there were various answers naturally because everybody feels differently um but it got me to thinking and i started to think like you know how do you really keep you know keep the spark keep the intimacy, keep um, the chemistry. How do you keep that going in your marriage? Um, or just kind of, in, in some ways, it kind of spans like any relationship. How you keep that spark in, in your connection to another person. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what we're going to talk about. 
Anyway, so my thought process was this. I feel like oftentimes in marriage, we get married to somebody and we depend on them to make us feel good. Right. Um, to make us feel good about ourselves, to make us feel good about the jobs we have, to make us feel good um, you know, about what we wear and what we look like and you know, whether or not we gained weight. We put all this responsibility on another person. And when that responsibility um, you know, gets too heavy for that person, right. resentment can creep in. Because I'm mad at you that you didn't say I look good when I had on this. And I'm mad at you that you didn't tell me that my butt looked fat. And, you know, and we start to resent or pick at the other person because they're not making us feel good about ourselves. Um, And I feel like that is so backwards. And (laughs) we've done it so wrong for so long that we think we're right. Right. Um, To me. And, you know, I could be wrong and that's fine. But the reality of it is um, I can't keep the spark. And and first we're going to start talking sexually. So let's just. I can't keep the spark in my marriage or in my bedroom when I don't feel good about myself. Like if I don't feel good about me, it does not matter what he says or what he does because there's always going to be a piece missing. Right. It's impossible for me to feel sexy or, you know, whatever, if I don't feel good about myself. Right. And for women, and I only can speak as far as women because I'm only a woman. Right. Um, you know, a lot of times we get caught up in being wife and mommy. And, you know, if you have siblings, your sister... You know, you're an auntie. You have all these dynamics. And, you know, now, most women, we work. Mm -hmm. And then you're working. And we have all these roles. And we focus so much on these roles that we forget about ourselves. We don't put the time in to just feel good about ourselves. You know, you feel accomplished when you do something right. Oh, look at my kids. And, yeah, I'm a great mom. Oh, you know, I did this for my husband. I'm a great wife. And you forget about just being yourself. Like, I tell people all the time, and I even get in trouble at church because I just want to be Samantha. I don't want another title. I don't want to be sister something else. I just want to be me. And I know, like, that sounds weird, but I have to remind myself that the best role that I'm going to play is myself. Like, You know, things happen, relationships change, people pass on, you move on. You're always left with yourself. So if you don't spend the time and put the energy into feeling good about yourself and congratulating yourself and being happy with who you are, embracing who you are. um, Sometimes, you know, we try to fit in too much. Oh, well, this over here, they're like this. Maybe I need to be like this. And you get lost. So how are you going to feel sexy when your husband come home if, you know, all you could think about is what's happened during the day? You know, oh, this happened at work. I didn't do a good job today as an employee. Oh, the kids have been acting crazy. Uh, You know, I didn't do a good job as a mom. You go down the list of all the things that you may or may not have done right. And it's like it's impossible 
to feel good about yourself. Yeah. But if you focus on being me, like nobody can be Samantha like I can be Samantha. Right. Like I focus on being myself. Yes, I play all these roles. Yes, I wear all these hats. Right. But I'm me better than I'm anything else. Right. So I remind myself of that often. Now, once I feel good about myself, once I've worked out um, who I am and I, I embrace who I am, it's easy then to bring that to my bedroom. Yeah. It's easy to um, want to be intimate or want to be physical because I feel good about me. And then when he come in and he adds... Oh, hey, baby, you look good today. Right. That's an addition. That's something extra. Right. That doesn't make me right. feel good about me. Right. I already have right. to feel good about me. Right. So I would say you can't have a spark. You know, you have to start here first. Start where you are. Right. Start with yourself. And it's easy once you feel good about yourself. It's easy to want to share that with somebody else. So you're like, oh, I'm cute today. <laughs> right. You want to share that yeah. with your husband. Right. Um, I think that's the biggest way right. to keep the spark is if you don't let your light and who you are um, be dimmed. And, right. there, you know, we know once you walk out of the house all day long, we're bombarded with right. stuff. Um, things that try to dim our light, things that try to dull, uh, you know, dull our edges. <laughs> Sometimes things that just intentionally, unintentionally are just crappy. Right. Um, you know, and we deal with all of that. And then when you get home, it's like, oh, baby, you want to? No, I got a headache. No, I've had a long day. Because, you know, at that point, you're not feeling good about you. But when I feel good about me, and I bring that to the bedroom, and then he focuses on feeling good about him, and he brings that to the bedroom, it's easy to, you know, get a fire going in there. Because we both come in there um, you know, with us feeling good about who we are. Right. So for me, I feel like that is the first way to um increase the spark or keep the spark going in your relationship is to, you know, focus on feeling good about yourself. No, I'm not saying be selfish right. or self-centered. Right. I'm talking about that internal stuff. Right. Like we don't focus on the internal. Everything is external. Oh, I want to lose weight. And maybe yeah. you should. Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, oh, I want to gain weight. Oh, I need a bigger butt. You know, all the things we focus on, right. but our insides is, you know, is all messed up. Like our mind is all twisted right. and wrapped up. Our self-esteem is like in the toilet. Yeah. We, you know, we don't want to deal with the things we've been through or the, the journey we've taken to get us to this point. And so all that stuff contributes to how you feel about you. So if I feel a mess, there's right. no way that, you know, that that relational part of my marriage is going to be prosperous or even fulfilling. Right. I think um, it, it does definitely take two. Um, but, you know, well, not a but, but you just have to be willing. Sometimes it, it takes a little bit extra energy, you know, just... Because you got, we go through our days, and we just have to be open and and kind of like excited to see um, your spouse. You know, we have, you know, we have for us, we just had to come back into that space. You know, you go through the rat race, you go through the the rigmarole and the 
the constant um, spinning of the wheel all the time and you realize, you know, that you're just going through the, the motions when it comes to certain things. So we have to get into a space where we are finding ways to, to love on each other, you know, to lean on each other. Oh man, it's so good to see you. Right. <laughs> you know, because I mean, and those are the little sparks. You know, right. that that can that can start. You know, that can keep the fire going. That can Absolutely. keep um, the great things happening in your relationship. You know, some of the worst things is just constantly going through the motions. All right, babe, go to bed, wake up, go to work, come home, do kid stuff, right. see each other, we eat dinner, pray. All right, night night. You know, right. <laughs> and and you miss out someone because. Honestly, someone's missing. Someone is missing out. You know, like, it, if you're listening now, you're like, this is just what we do. Trust me, your spouse is missing out. They, they are wanting you to stop. They're wanting to get some attention. There's just, there's something missing out. Um, and I, that was on my side for a while. Like, I was just going through, okay, this is what we do. Like, I got into this, this routine. It's just the routine. Routine. You know, weekend we we spend a little extra time together. All right, back to the back to the race. You know, and then Sunday is not really because we go to church, we come home, we cook. You know, we talk about the week, and then <laughs> back, at back at back at it. You know, there was never a break in our routine. Um, if anything that I've learned within the last four to five years, it's about breaking your routine. It's about veering off the path sometimes. You know, stopping changing your schedule up, you know, not saying not to honor your commitments to things or organization or whatever you've placed in, but your main focus with, you know, following the church mantra that your first ministry is your home. Right. And, you know, you have to be seeding into your family. You have to give them time, quality time, you know, uh, sitting with and talking and having discussions. But, and honestly, like, these are things that spark. Because, you know, they, you know, have you had any dreams about something lately? Like, you know, we may be here, but do you want to go to another level? Or do you want to go into a new space? Like, we've been doing this for a while. Even if you're in a business and things are, are well and you're successful, you know, you get such into a routine. Like, I'm bored. <laughs> you know, like, I'm nice at this. We're great at this now. Like, we've been doing this for 10 years. Like, mm. you know, and if you've been doing it for a long time, you know, you want to change. Yeah, exactly. It was, um. So you used to get used to his mouth. Um, create, a po create positive routine that makes you look at your spouse right in a new light. You got to change things up, you know, and you have to get off the path of monotony. You know, you got to find ways to make things exciting. Right. One of the ways, join our community. Text, per text P for F. <laughs> we do challenges. Yes. Uh, Making quality time and emotional intimacy intentional and a part of the routine. Yes, Dr. Absolutely. Yes, I, I totally agree. That quality time um, means a lot. Right. And I, like I said, I can only speak as a woman because that's all I've ever been. Right. That's all I am. I'm a woman. That, <laughs> right. that is my role. That's what right. I am. Whatever. Right. Right. Um, you know, sometimes like when, when you're a wife and, you know, your husband come in and, you know, you done whatever with the kids you put food on the table you whatever you know he come in he eat you know whatever it's time for bed and you're exhausted right. and he's like really? and you don't you know and it, it, it can become right. like really yeah. 
Like, no, that's not what you didn't help do nothing. Um, you know, you can get in that space. So for my second tip, I'm going to say another way, um, and I forgot just that fast, to who um to keep the spark or put a spark in your marriage is for everybody to play their role. What do I mean? So like everybody play their part. So, you know, whatever your roles in your house is, I can't speak to that. Well, I'll just talk about our house. Typically, you know, whoever gets home first, that's the person that's going to probably do more. If you get home first, maybe you're not a cooker. Sometimes just, you know what, it's going to be a pizza night. Right. I'm going to give your mom a break. Um, you know, maybe it's something as simple as taking the chicken out in the morning. Oh, babe, I noticed you didn't take nothing out before you left. What you want me to take out? Um, you know, you come home, you see the laundry is sitting. Fold it up. Right. You know, I feel like if everybody plays their part, right. then it's easier for one person not to get overloaded. Right. Because if I come home from work and he's already made sure the kids ate, um, you know, taking care of stuff, and I can come in and maybe just kind of... Um, you know, come down from the day and relax and I don't have to come home and keep going 90 miles an hour. It's easier at the end of the night right. when he, you know, start the rubbing that I can be like, <laughs> okay, I'm good. So I feel like if everybody plays their part, if everybody um, chips in, you know, make it a, both of both parties. Like at the end of the night, you know, you're going to want something. So I need you to put a little work in ahead of time. Right. Um, Sean said, Sundays I'm usually responsible for breakfast, but I buy a cook. Absolutely. And right. and stuff like that makes a difference. Like, you already know that. So by Friday, you're like, hmm, if I want Sunday night to be a happy time, I'm just saying, I'm you know, no disrespect intended. Then, you know, you know on Sunday you got to make sure Breakfast is taken care of. Right, right. But that's the thing. Let's just say you don't take care of breakfast on Sunday. Right. Now, either she got to figure out what you're going to have for breakfast or don't get breakfast. Right. Now, your Sunday is a mess. You think Sunday night she's going to be a willing participant? <laughs> no. It doesn't matter that she's at lunch and that she's at dinner. You still didn't take care of your part. Yeah. So, I would say another tip to keep things, you know, spicy in the bedroom or however you want to do it is to do your part right. everybody should have a part in a household everybody should have some kind of responsibility right. we're both responsible for these kids that we both created together Indeed. you know we're both responsible for this house that we have to live in you know if, if you don't pick up nothing then that means i have to pick up everything right, and right. that whole word itself just makes you think it's a lot. When you say everything, everything, you always think that's a lot. Yeah. Um, so yes. Yes. When you feel supported in household chores and dealing with kids, those necessary tasks, absolutely. Then that makes you feel closer to your partner. Absolutely. Those necessary tasks. Like the little stuff. Right. You know, sometimes just turn on the washing machine. Right. Did you walk by the washing machine and socks? <laughs> Baby, I ain't got no socks. <laughs> Did you turn on the washing machine? You know, it's, it's the little things. And I know you say, well, I shouldn't have to work 
you know, to, to get what I'm owed as a husband. And it, it's really not, it's not about that. Yeah. It's about making sure I feel like, I feel secure. Right. Like we're in this together. We're both working mm -hmm. toward the same goal. Um, again, like I said, I'm only speaking from a wife's perspective. I'm not saying a man, you know, is required to do or be anything. What I'm saying is what works for me, Samantha Walker, is, you know, some of these things. Teamwork, and so maybe, right. you know, maybe if you need teamwork, absolutely. Right. So maybe, you know, if you're looking for ideas of some things that might work, right. here's one. So yeah. teamwork, absolutely. Being a team in every area. Like, don't leave her to discipline the kids. Oh, the kids, that's your area. Like, you know, participate. Be be a, a team player. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, you know, she's like, oh, you did the dishes? Like, I don't got to do the dishes tonight? <clears throat> Let me hurry up and get a shower. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm fit, I got an extra 30 minutes on my hand. Right. And I know it sounds silly, but that's the reality. We yeah. all, you know, we have our days. We have our things. We all have responsibilities. But if you participate in the process, it makes everything run smoother. Right. Definitely. Um, one of the things that, uh, yeah, definitely handling responsibilities, even going both ways, you know, if I come home and, you know, I have to do a lot of stuff, it, it can take away from the mood. It can take away from, you know, what I had in mind I was planning on doing when I came home to make, you know, spice, do something spicy. Um, and it, and it, it affects the household. Absolutely. Um, it's also like sometimes even unresolved issues can, mm. can keep from a spark, um, growing. Let's see. Rollins says, Sean says, spring cleaning, putting furniture together, <laughs> make necessary phone calls to get things done. Right. Don't wait to they do it. Don't sometimes. want, don't to, want do to do it sometimes. it sometimes. Yeah. But happy in the process. Feel good when it's done and off the table, right? Right, it's off the list. It's right. one less thing that she has to do. Right. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So unresolved so issues. issues. Yeah. That's a big one. So you know, like just even uh, hard discussions that you've had in the morning and coming home, and you can't really ignore it. You gotta kind of deal with it, and I think it'll it can even set a pleasant mood for the rest of the evening. Right. At least we can, even if we agree to disagree, we we reach some level of resolve. In a situation or issue, because and I'm not talking about big ones. I'm mean, even just small stuff, you know, that like there may be a pattern of something I'm not taking care of. Like, hey, you know, this is just throwing our day off. I, right. I just need you, and I'm like, my bad. I, I realize, boom, boom, boom. I keep this is my focus. I go that way out the door, <laughs> and the trash is over here. You know, so just having those conversations can set the house at ease. You know, just make things easy to happen. And, and going into the night, I'm relieved, she's relieved, and we're happy. You understand what I'm saying? So I, I think it's there. We there's a creating of a spark. There's also a muffling of a spark. Because, mm. you know, we may have been doing good, but this one thing keeps looming and putting out the fire. Right. All the way out. <laughs> Keep putting out the fire. Go ahead. Uh, Dr. Mom says, please know this was all learned the hard way with us. <laughs> this is good advice, and I needed to departure from always thinking a spark in marriage is just wearing lingerie. <laughs> Absolutely, because the lingerie right, will right. never come out right, right. if you don't handle your business right. prior to. Yeah. yeah. So I totally agree. Um, yeah, that unresolved issue, I think, is a big thing. Teamwork um, wins. What's hey, up? Carmella. Thanks for joining us. She said teamwork wins. Yes, Absolutely. 
says this is about keeping a fire burning, not just sparks here and there. Absolutely. That's yeah. the important part because, you know, and, and listen, we have the conversation. So, oh, <laughs> and you know what? I just asked about you the other day. We went to your store and I asked him if you were in there. Well, it's good to see you. Um, yeah, but like you said, that, 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 that spark, like, okay, so I'm probably going to give y'all too much information, but in times past, you know, he was good for a, a spark. And then the next day it was like, you know, you put out the fireplace and it's just ash, ash and smoke. Like that's what would be left. Like, yeah, he just sparked and flamed out and we were done. And you know, just like you said, a spark here and a spark there. And that does not last. Right. That does not last. But, uh, you know, um, just a change in behavior and mindset. Right. right. Like you said, keeps that fire burning. Yes. Um, you know, I got another tip. Okay, so this one isn't as serious. This one's a little more um, lighthearted. Is, you know, sometimes be corny. Like, you know, he does this thing, which is very annoying. But he does it. And so now I got to where I do it to him. You know, like I, if I'm doing something, you know, and I turn around or I'm picking something up, he, you know, he makes a little noise. And like, you know, we do it so much, the kids are like, oh, y'all are just whatever. But it, it's the little yeah. corny stuff. Yeah. Just reminding your partner, hey, I still think right. you hot stuff to me. Yeah, right. babe, you know, we old and stuff ain't where it started. Right. You know, we all have those issues <laughs> over time. Right. Gravity right. takes off. But, <laughs> so but, you know, the, the little corny stuff. Like, we like, oh... You know, he, he texts me sometimes. He's like, oh, hey, my sexy wife. And, you know, I'm goofy. So I'm at work like, oh, you know, stuff that makes you feel special. Don't forget, you know, the little corny stuff. It's not just, oh, I ain't heard from you all day. Right. I done worked all day. You worked all day. I haven't heard from you all day since we left the house this morning. And now as soon as we get in the bed, right. here you go tonight. If you don't Bound get your hand. No. Like, <laughs> she said, I have a lot of stuff in bed started. Yeah, you know, like, sometimes you have to, like you said, keep that fire burning. You know, throw a little stick in there. Right. Hey, babe, you look real good this morning. Yes. You know, stuff like that. The the little silly stuff right. that, that we do. You know, when it's better than always to make me laugh than it is to make me cry. Right. So, you know, it's easier. You know, be corny. Yeah. Tell a joke. Everything doesn't have to be serious. Right. Keep it fun. You know, that all day throwing a little sticker, oh, tonight it's going to be me and you. You know, it's right. it's going to be Mr. What? <laughs> you know, it, it's a million different things you can say. Sometimes that text during the day can, can make somebody's day. Babe, I've right. been thinking about you all day long. When you get right. married, just think about it. You got married, you don't get them texts no more. You get the text, did you, did you take the dog to the vet? Did you get the kid from school? What did you pick up from the stove? Oh, I need my clothes from the cleaners. Like, a lot of times once you're married, those right. are the texts that we send during the day. Right. Did you do, could you do, have you done? Right. You know, we don't, hey, baby. Or, you know, when you're dating somebody, it's good morning, beautiful. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me throw this out there. Um, and we know, we ain't gonna live forever. So, right. don't, don't get crazy. But when you guys are gone and your kids grab your phones, 
Because that, oh, you know, one yeah. thing I, I, I keep thinking. Right, keep thinking just just like, right. Those kind of things. I think, you know, um, my mother passed, my sister-in-law got the phone so quick. I always wanted to kind of just see what kind of conversations did she oh, have. okay. You know, just, and and so, you know, my, my dad been going a long time, so they wouldn't have those. But, and we don't want to know, <laughs> know who she might but, have been having those ways. You know what? Don't do that. Um, so, I would want to know, um, like, I would, my kids would want to know, like, what, would, what they talk about. You know, what would, what would your kids look at you like if they got a grab, they grabbed your phone? I'm on the way, dude. Right. So they, they text right. That, those, like, like, those are the daily right, texts. Like, right. Like I said, you don't get the more, you know, the good morning, beautifuls. Right. You know, you don't get that, oh, baby, this morning you was looking so fine. I almost wanted you to take the day off. Right. You know, or get that in the afternoon, hey, chocolate thunder. <laughs> He's so silly. But, <laughs> you know, I can't oh, help it. Like those yeah. texts, the little silly stuff. We don't do right. that once we get married. It's like always said, business. Yeah, like I said, if they grab, well, they see more. Do you need something to pick it on the way and then scroll a few months down? Getting on my nerves. I can't stand this. Would you stop doing this? This, this, and this. And then you say something back. I can't stand you either. <laughs> then a couple of texts later, I love you, babe. I love you too. You know, but <laughs> will they see more, you know, just day-to-day workings or will they actually see the love in the text? You know, um, so I just, just think about it like that. Even if you just take your phone now, like later, not while I work as well, but later, kind of <laughs> scroll and just kind of see what kind of conversations are we really having? You know what kind of com- what's, what does our interaction look like? Right. If someone had to take write a story based on our text, mm. what would what would the movie look like? Wow! You know, what how dramatic? You know, would it be more uh, like uh, did, they, did they really get along, <laughs> or would it look like oh man they were cheesy, but they looked like they loved each other? You know, think about that. Just just the thought, and I thought about that a while back. Um, let's see. So we talk about unresolved issues. Um, let me ask you, and this as well, what would you, what do you want your relationship to look like? You know, as far as like the level of love, like if you could just erase, no, I know, but this is, but in your mind, keeping a spark, right? Right. It's about seeing the possibilities or enjoying what you have, right? uh, Right, Sean, taking an extended lunch break to come see you. Right. Yes. That's stuff that you only get when they dating. When they well, listen, when you dating him, oh, or on lunch he I go an hour away. Right, right. he he gonna use his whole lunch break to come see you. Once you get married, late just to get five minutes. Once you get married, he baby, I'm on lunch. Can you call me back? He needs his lunch break to himself. Um, but yeah, so you know, like. What do you, you know, when you want your spark, what does, what does the spark mean to you? You know, right. what does your spark look like? Just, if oh, it, is it just about the physical part right. of it? Is it just about the physical? You know, right. And like, I, yeah. I think we get stuck there sometimes. You know? I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a huge part it is. of but, sparking. But, you know, but, it's, it's more. Right. There's more to it. There's more. You know, are, are you having those enjoyable hangout spark moments? You know, do you go places? Do you at least enjoy being around each other? Because that's a question too. Do you enjoy being around your spouse? Is it, I, I, I can only be around her a little while, you know, until right. she starts doing whatever, you know? <laughs> you know, I don't know. But it just, you know, just those kind of questions of, you know, if, if you're questioning is this spark in my marriage, 
what does the spark look like and and what can I do to, to from my side to bring it back and just you know have that conversation do you enjoy each other because that because there can't be a spark unless you enjoy each other you know or it's going to be difficult I'll say that I, I don't use the word can't but it's just it'll be difficult for there to be something if you can't at least be around each other enjoy each other Absolutely. um Sam said something a while ago you know about us being friends starting right. off as friends having that foundation help us us even get back together right because we had such a friendship you know we would you know and we got to the point we've been around each other so long we go somewhere we would laugh because what I see is the same thing she sees <laughs> and we're like thinking the same thing right um but it's those small moments though that kind of drew us together you know um, so I think it's knowing what, knowing kind of what your spark looks like, you know, cause sometimes you want more, but you don't know what does that look like? I want so much more out of my relationship. Cause you're frustrated. You might be in a frustrated space. Right. If you're watching this right now, you're just like, Oh, I just want so much more. What does that look like? Because sometimes you get such a, in a frustrated state, you set a bar so high that you just like, it's unrealistic. Like where you at? You weren't going there. This, I just want to be happy. Okay, what does that mean? You know, what would you want if you can control both situations? You know, what would you want your state to be? What would you want their state to be for everything to work? You know, it's kind of like you can't make anybody, but at least you can set a standard that you can see. And that'll help with the sparking of your marriage. If, if you feel like it's dulling out, anyone watching this later or even watching this now and you feel like, eh, we just, ugh. <laughs> uh, you know, because We've been there. It's just, we, we've gone through struggles. We've got the unresolved issues. That, that, that's a big deal breaker right there. It kind of kills a lot of the fire that could be in our relationship with those unresolved issues. Because I want to get into this. But like you said, like, even her, like she was saying, I spark, but then get smothered. I spark, then it get smothered. Because we got these unresolved issues right. that we can't just keep ignoring. You know, of course, we get excited enough. We can act like it's not there for a minute. <laughs> so he said, sparks can be full of peace, right? Ready to rest in your spouse's arm. Right. Absolutely. Right. Um, so yeah. another tip, and this tip has like a couple of moving parts because I feel like you can't have one part without the other, right. um, is vulnerabil vulnerability. Being vulnerable with your spouse. Um, sometimes, you know, just being able to open up increases intimacy right. is I feel the closer I feel to you, the more of myself I want to share, whether that's physically, um, emotionally, it creates more, more of a bond. Mm -hmm. Now the, the kick to that though, is when your man, again, because I'm the woman. So when your man is being vulnerable with you, you have to have his back. You have to be that that soft place for him to land. Right. When he's opening up and bearing his soul, right. you have to be compassionate and welcoming to it. You know, if you know, I've seen stuff where you know somebody may cry. They might be emotional. You like you crying? You're a punk. <laughs> that is the spark is gone. Right. You know, I've seen things, you know, where men, women call men, all sorts of stuff. Right. Like, you know, you can't degrade your spouse. Right. And then there's going to be a spark. Right. You can't be disrespectful. 
And then there's a spark. And yes, we all get angry. We all have those moments when we get angry. But I should never be looked at as your enemy. You should never get so angry with me that like you want to hurt me. Whether it's emotionally, um, physically, mentally, like it should never get to that point. So the you know, for me, like I said, being vulnerable and then you know, on the flip side of it, when someone is being vulnerable, you have to be welcoming to that. Right. You have to be the safe space. Like, um, you know, even if you don't know what to say, listen. <laughs> Sometimes you could just give them a hug. Sometimes you don't always, you know, understand something from somebody's point of view. Right. Even as your spouse. Sometimes it's like, that don't bother me. I don't know why that bother you. That can't be the attitude Um, because a couple of things will happen. Once he'll shut up, like he'll shut it all up and he won't share that part of himself with you. Um, And so if there's limited sharing, that definitely will transpire to the bedroom. And I know you're like, well, I don't care. You know, I have needs and when I have it, I need it and all that other stuff. And that may be true. But if you're really an adult, Right? And you're grown. There's been times where you ain't been in a good place Mm -hmm. and you've done it and it's like that was a waste of however long. (laughs) And then there's times when you and him on the same page y'all vibing y'all connected um, you know there's intimacy, there's compassion and genuine desire and you're like wow last night was so, right. you know, right. there's a difference. Yes, Definitely. the physical act, we we have hormones, you know, we have needs. Mm-hmm. There may be times that it's going to happen anyway, but right. that's not really a spark. Right. That's not keeping a fire burning in your marriage. Right. Um, disrespect will never um, translate well into the bedroom. Right. It, it just won't. Somebody, if I feel disrespected by you, I'm going to feel disrespected by you. Right. Period. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter which room of the house we're in. Eventually, that will translate into your bedroom. Right. So being vulnerable, being that safe space, and of course, um, never allowing disrespect right. to creep in the middle of your relationship. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it, no, it, all, it all adds up together. Pretty much adds up together. You know, disrespect is kind of like Throwing throwing water on you, and now you got a, a lighter trying to light something, and you it's know wet, right? it's wet, and there's no way to really get anything out of it, um, you know, until you dry off, <laughs> until until you simmer, until apologies happen or whatever happens, you know. Right. Um, it definitely takes. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Um, he said that's what's up. Um, so it, it's definitely a a key, you know, to to a a at least a spark-filled relationship, spark-filled marriage to, it, it starts from the beginning when you wake up in the morning, you know, fulfilling that spark, starting starting little things, you know, just like I said, compliments and hugs and kisses and, you know, even just, you know, leaving the house prayers and just thoughtfulness, right. you know, sets a mood, sets a mood. And, um, and I always talk about like, kind of like our phase of our relationship now you know, there's just a level of peace that we have and, and enjoyment. 
that we have that we've never had. Well, we might have back, you know, beginning. <laughs> but, but and it's been so, you know, sporadic. That, you know, this is probably like our most consistent track that we just been on where even when things happen, you know, we're more of a mindset of resolve, not really who's right or who's wrong kind right. of thing. Um, and talked about that in, in our previous uh, broadcast, but it, it definitely, all of it, all of it matters how you talk to your spouse. And like I said, you know, her esteem and how she feels matters but also what i say to her matters as well oh, you know right. because if i'm crushing her how you know how am i expect to for, for get any love out of her you know mm, if, anything. <laughs> if, I'm, if i'm hurting her or you know disrespecting and not making an atmosphere of, of good stuff to happen then it's it's hard for uh, for a spark to be there absolutely you know and and we talk about going all the way but there's just so many other things that make a marriage wonderful. Absolutely. You know, just even like cuddle time and just enjoying each other. And I don't know, it, it's it's just so much to it that honestly, like I'm discovering more and more, you know, when it comes to our relationship, just being in just this better oh, place. It's just so sweet. Uh -huh. Okay, so uh, yeah. another, another tip too is children. Okay, listen, when you have kids, Let's just be honest. Everything changes. Mm -hmm. um, your whole house changes. Um, your relationship changes. Your level of attention that you may give each other changes. Especially when kids first get here. Right. Um, because they need it all. Right. But as kids grow, right. like you have to set boundaries. Yes, even with your kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm the firm belief that your children... <laughs> should never be in the bed with you and your husband. I don't care how y'all feel. I got the mic. That's all I'm saying. Listen, I, I, I yeah. thoroughly believe that. Like, you know, we've had two children yeah. and um and both our children were premature. So they were very small. Right. Um, you know, even when they came very home from the hospital, and, you know, they were still very small. So yeah, there was yeah. a lot of good reasons not to put them in the bed. Right. But the biggest one for me Yes, and I'm the mother, was because I just felt it wasn't the place for them. Um, but I feel like with your kids, you have to set some kind of boundaries. Um, you know, I know as moms, sometimes we get overly wrapped up with our little gumdrops. And we can't put them down or we can't let them hurt themselves or, you know, let them, you know, shake it off. Sometimes we, we become a lot. And we forget that, you know, like he was saying, your first ministry is your marriage. Right. Like, your responsibility, yes, as a mother, right. definitely is important. But you also have a, have a responsibility as a wife. Right. Um, so you have to set boundaries with your children. Right. Like, there should always be times that they go to bed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to right. go to bed. Yeah. There should, even yeah. during the... She said, I didn't, <laughs> she said, I didn't I want to deal with trying, trying to force, force them into their own beds. Okay. So, right. Uh, exactly. Right. Because once, oh, yeah, yeah, right. once you let them in, yeah. you, you, you right, getting them out is yeah. a whole nother chore. Right. Um, so, yeah, having boundaries with your kids. Like I said, there should always be a reasonable bedtime. Right. Probably an agreed upon bedtime. Not with you and the kids, though. Right. <laughs> with you and, um, you know, your husband.
I feel like with kids, especially, you know, the older they get, they should understand some boundaries. When right. mommy and daddy's doors close, right. you need to knock. Right. You know, just good, healthy yeah. boundaries to have with your children. <clears throat> um, you know, never let your children play you guys against each other. Right. Because, right. again, all this stuff yeah. does not translate well yeah. into keeping a fire burning. That was, that was um, a bad day for me. <laughs> When I was young, that was a bad day. Right. I, um, <laughs> I think it's also important. I know sometimes I'll say for me, you know, being a mother that have a son, like, you know, I'm like, get your son, get your son. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, don't do that to my baby in my head. Right. And I would say in my head because, right. you know, I realized I have to let him right. be his father. Right. Like he loves him as much as I love him. Right. So, um, you know, he said, these folks are taller than us and still around still eight to around nine. Eight to nine. Right. It's time to watch. Right. right. Like, that's right. the thing. There has right. to be boundaries. Yeah. But I feel like if you, if you start with healthy boundaries with your children, you don't have to worry about some things. Want them to go to bed early. Have to have play time with them so they <laughs> so can they sleep good. good. Right. right. Yes. Those are habits. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, that you learn when your kids are small. Right. But it, it builds, like I said, it builds boundaries. So they right. understand. Like, our kids know sometimes we go in the room and close the door. Okay, right. it's mommy, daddy time. Right. They they understand. They don't do the knocking and knocking and knocking. Yeah. And yeah. can I have this? Can I have that? Yeah. Like, know. you know, it, it's learned behavior. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's important to, to set boundaries. I know sometimes, you know, everybody has different situations. Right. You know, you may be a mixed family, a blended family. Right. Um, Listen, if you marry them, yeah. you gotta trust them <laughs> to father these kids. Yeah, yeah. 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 You marry yeah. them. Right. Um, you know, those things can get sticky. Yes. I don't wanna go down the rabbit hole, but I'm just saying you still have to have healthy boundaries right. with your children. Right. Allow your time allow yourself yeah. time to be a wife. Right. Um, you know, allow yourself she said true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, allow yourself time to be a wife. Right. Allow yourself time, you know, to, to be with your husband. The same right. way you have to allow yourself time, you know, for the kids. Right. There's time when the kids come home, you got to do the mother thing, you yeah. know, the homework, the whatever. Oh, tonight we're going to have a family movie night. Right. And right. then sometimes, okay, y'all go to y'all rooms because mommy and daddy going to have a movie night. Right. I think establishing boundaries with your children is important. As yeah. well as allowing your children to see y'all interact. Right. Um, it should always be respectful. Yeah. Your children should never see you right. um, disrespect yeah. each other. Right. Like all that stuff is just like that's a, a boundary as well. Because if my son sees my husband right. disrespect me right. or curse me out right. or call me names, right. by the time he's bigger... Right. Like that same disrespect will be repeated. Yeah. So it's important um, to have boundaries, healthy boundaries, healthy boundaries. Um, for your children. Again, we listen, these are our children. We love them. Right. But we have to, you know, we have to love them properly. Definitely. We want them to be able to grow up to, you know, to manage a whole lifestyle and household of their own. And right. we are their first teachers. I mean, it's, what, five, six years for your kid to even go to school. Right. And although you may not know it, they have learned a whole lot before they even go right. in that building. Yeah. We Definitely. are their first teachers. 
Um, so let's make sure them healthy boundaries, listen, all that contributes to, again, you know, a healthy fire continuously burning Definitely. because you don't have a kid, you know, it's bedtime. It was way late. It's 10 o'clock. The kid's like, what are we going to watch next, daddy? <laughs> right. Right. You know, you, you have to, you have to, what do you say? Train yes. them. Yes, yes because, because children and all this stuff can be a lot. Right. You, you can, can literally them. deal with them all the time right. if you don't make time for your partner. Right. Absolutely. And listen, one of my kids, if I let her, I don't think, I did say which one it was. Well, my daughter, <laughs> I love her. She, she's the best. She's the sweetest thing. But Jesus, if I let her, right. she would constantly be in between me and her father. Right. Even today, like, I kissed him. Why she come get in the middle and say, okay, I need a kiss. Now she needed <laughs> both of us to kiss her. Right. Right. And right. yeah, okay, it's cute and we yeah. love you, but, um, yeah. you know, she she also has to understand, like, there's some times when, mm -mm, no, ma'am, not right now. Right. right. So I it's, think healthy boundaries with your children is very important. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, because we always say, there's going to be time your kids are going to grow up. They're going to be adults. They're going to be gone. And right. it's like, what is, what is left of your relationship if it's always just been the children? You know, if it's, well, that too. If it's been, you know, more focused on them than it is you guys. You know, you have to have time to choose yourself so you can enjoy, you know, as they get bigger and they get older and they begin right. to do their thing and they're not in the house as much. You know, you still have to have your marriage that, you know, that you had before <laughs> they came, you know. Oh, so it's definitely, like I said, the boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. It's, it's always very important, very important. I mean, one of, that's probably the one rule we, we, we really did stick to about the kids in the bed. We already knew. Woo. After either seeing folks go through, it was like, never, kids, yes. never. And we, and we, there was never a fight. You know, it was just, it's, it's just one of the things. And all parents usually figure out, like, I just can't be lazy. <laughs> it's just, that's, you know, most things that, that kids end up getting away with just like, all right, you win. I ain't got the energy to, mm -hmm. to do to do what what needs to be done. Um, so yeah, I had to learn. You know, we we at least never fell into that space because we knew the struggle of getting the kid out of a bed. Um, so we did that early. You know, uh, but yeah, definitely have those boundaries. Dealing with those issues, setting the mood all day. You know, it it helps keeps your sparks in your marriage. You know, it it takes it takes a level of, of work. And just being intentional. Like, I hate to say work because sometimes work is something you don't want to do. Hmm. But it, it, it's it's worth it, you know. And it's not challenging if you want to be married. You know, it's just kind of shifting your direction towards your wife or your spouse. Um, as opposed to just wanting to do something for yourself. You hmm. know, trying to be more open. Because let's, let's keep it real. Like, if I'm... If I'm putting into her, she's gonna put into me, so I'm gonna get something out of it as well. So that's how you kind of have to look at it. All right. So we appreciate you guys for rocking and hanging with us. Yes. Another edition of Purpose for Forever. Forever, ever. <laughs> Again, make sure you join our community. Text P four F to eight four five seven six. P four F to eight four five seven six. Oh yeah, it's gonna run the whole time. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, oh well. <laughs> so we look forward to seeing you guys um, next Monday. Uh, At 8 p.m. Yes. And it... Is that it? Yeah, yeah that's oh. like 8. <laughs> it's so silly. All right. Um, let me see. Um, I was trying to see. Is that email here? No, it's not. Okay. Oh. But I was going to say email us or connect with us. 
if there's something you want us to talk about that we've never talked about or spoke about, uh, shoot us a text or if you connect with us on Facebook, inboxes, let us know. Isn't it Purposeful Forever at Gmail.com? Yeah. Yes, it is. Very easy. Purposeful Forever at, at Gmail.com. Gmail. Yes, indeed. Shoot us an email. If you know us, shoot us a text. You know, listen, we'll, I'll talk about just about anything. I might have to do a little bit of research first because, right. you know, I try not to just be like saying just random stuff. Um, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll engage, we'll right. attack the conversation yep. because like forever is a long time, yeah. whatever your forever is. So even if I only live to 60, right? God forbid. I don't think 60. I don't think I'm ready yet. Jesus. Um, but even if I only lived to 60 and I got married in my twenties, right. we are still talking about almost 40 years right. of being with somebody 40 years is a long time to just be with somebody. Like, that's a long time. I don't want to just be with somebody. I want to be able to enjoy my marriage. And there's so many ways to make that happen. And for everybody, it may look different. I will give you that. What works over here at the Walker House may not work over there at the Rollins house. Right. But guess what? Us telling you what works here might at the very least start an engaging conversation into what might work at your house. Yeah. It doesn't have to be what we do. Right. You could just be like, oh, can you believe they do that? <laughs> Man, we would never do that. Right. You know right. what? None of that. It, it starts right. conversation. Yeah. It gives you somewhere to start. So we're not saying... The way we do stuff is the absolute. I'm just telling you what we figured out, and it was a hard road to figure, figure it out. out. Right. Um, we really was like on the short yellow bus for a while because yeah. we kept doing the same things right. over and over again, um, investing everywhere but where it counted. Right. So now we've learned. We invest in us first. And guess what? When I invest in my husband and he invests in me, it's easy to raise our two kids. It's easy to leave the house and go work and, and have a job or start a business. Things are easier when you invest in each other. Definitely. But a lot of times we invest in everything else right. and then come home empty. We don't yeah. have nothing to give. Yeah. So that is the absolute backwards way to do it. So invest in each other. Right. Put the time in, even if the time is just figuring out what will work. Try this. It don't work. Try something else. Don't give up. Don't give up. You can have a happy forever. Um, you you know, marriage is not a life sentence. You know, you're not walking the green mile. You know, walking right. the plank. Right. It doesn't have to be yeah. that. Yes, so we thank you guys for thank joining you. us. Yes, indeed. Um, you know, y'all are walking out this journey, or we're walking out this journey right before you, right. with you guys. Um, the support means a lot the engagement means a lot so yes we'll be back next monday next at 8 p.m so until then love intentionally love, love unconditionally and love on purpose, purpose.